Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, here we go. Hour number two at 412-928-9370. That's the number of the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder and Associates remind you to text responsibly. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Our show brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Also, number one, Cochrane Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. If you've never been there, come see what everyone's talking about right next to the live casino. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. A lot of people want to talk. We're talking Steeler roster moves, what you might do in terms of who stays, who goes, and also... Have you upped your win total based on preseason and a 3-0 start? Let's go out to Frank in Carrick, who joins us here on the Fan Hotline. What's up, Frank? Hi, Mr. Papiani. How are you doing today? Doing great. What's uh, up? My my prediction is 13-4, and four, uh, a home playoff game. As far as roster moves goes, we don't have a pure fullback. And I like Connor. Uh, he can, you know – do multiple positions. So I I could see us keeping uh Gentry uh with uh uh Farmouth and the guy from Georgia. I, I his name escapes me, sorry Darnell about that. Washington, yep. Yeah. So, you know, I like to see him go that route. And my favorite off season signing was Robinson is a slot receiver. Uh, we haven't had that since Claypool. Uh, he broke out that one year, then he lost his mind like A.B. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, think about that, you know. And, and we're seeing that in Chicago now, too. He just didn't want to put in the effort. But, yeah, I, I, I agree uh, with you there, Frank. I think Allen Robinson's a guy that people are going to look back and say, you can, I thought Sam Malo was the best signing they made. But I think if you look at Allen Robinson and his acquisition – and his presence here will really help some of those guys on the outside. And I think I think so too. And he brings that leadership uh, to the receiving core that that we need too. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. You know, thank you. God you, bless you, sir. You too. Thank- if you look at what they've done, uh, and it's very clear they wanted experienced players who had some sort of resume. Allen Robinson delivers that. Get out of Penn State. He had a big year in Jacksonville back in 2015. Was a Pro Bowler. And then they brought in veterans on the offensive line like Isaac Sayamalo. This followed Mason Cole and James Daniel from the year before. Again, people with resume. Nate Herbick is Nick's brother, another guy who was, you know, with Philadelphia, the Jets. Again, experience. 
if you look at on the other side of the ball, what do they do in the inside linebacker room? They totally redid it. They got rid of what was there. They brought in guys who have resumes. Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts. He's one of those kind of guys. Quan Alexander, Nick Kwiatkowski. These are people who have played in the NFL and had some level of success. All of their signings have been this way. Keanu Neal's another one they brought in. You know, a former first-round pick. Everyone that they went after in pre-agency has some sort of resume. Let's go out to Jim in Monrova. What's up, Jim? How are you? Thank you for taking my call, Bob. Uh, yeah, I, I think most of the free agent moves, uh, in, including some of those draft picks, uh, Herbig, you just mentioned, um, Patrick Peterson from free agency, Samuel Alu, um, those were all great moves by Omar Khan, uh, and I, I think that's going to lead to a well-rounded defense and team in general. But I want to point out to the record that I think we're going to go 5-1 and one in the AFC North, the only loss being to the Bengals. Uh, I'm not worried about the Browns or the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't think his head's going to be in the game this year. Um, I also like to point out that I think they can go 12 and 5. Uh, and the reason why I think they can go 12 and 5, uh, it just comes down to Kenny Pickett. And um, I wasn't ready to say this last year, uh, the whole rookie thing, and, and we didn't really see much from him. And I know preseason shouldn't be the, the standard of the bar. The bar is, uh, you know, much higher than preseason. But uh, that pass that he threw to Pat Firemuth in that Bills game, I'm still thinking about it because that's a pass I don't ever recall seeing Ben make in his second, third, fourth, or even his fifth year. What I'm seeing from Kenny Pickett is a guy who clearly watches tape, which we know Ben relied most, mostly on his athleticism. Obviously, Ben will be a first bout Hall of Famer. Um, this is not a shame on Ben. Um, this is more of what I see from Kenny Pickett, and I, I really think that this is – they nailed it. I, I, him being the only draft pick in the first round last year, uh, the best quarterback in that draft, and I, I, I think we forget about how important that is. You know, uh, where usually the best quarterback in a draft is number one overall pick. Well, we we got that number one overall quarterback. I mean, that's essentially what they drafted, and that that pass in that Bills game, the reaction time that I saw, the release. This guy, this young man, he is seeing the defense. He knows the plays. He looks sharp, and dare I make the comparison, uh, he reminds me a little bit of Drew Brees. It, it, I know two different quarterbacks size-wise, but as far as accuracy and timing, I just, I just see something special with this young man, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking 12-5. and five. Well, I think you know, you're, you're not going to be uh, wrong in your assessment of Kenny Pickett, and I, and I guarantee you there are a lot of teams that passed on him in that draft uh, and you can you can just ask yourself why would you do that? But if you look back at that draft, you know, Carolina was, I thought the team that was going to jump up. Instead, they go for Iquanu, who is an offensive tackle. I think that's who they picked, like six or seven, whatever they picked. Um, and then you had a team, even Atlanta. I mean, they end up with a good wide receiver, Drake London. We didn't see him the other night in Atlanta. They took him eighth overall. They had a chance to do. Um, Kenny Pickett there. Seattle, they, they doubled down on Geno Smith, and he had a great year. Got a new deal out of it, but they went for an offensive lineman. There are a lot of teams that could have had Kenny Pickett and chose not to do it. And the Steelers were high on him, and they see him more than anyone. I think Mike Tomlin developed a relationship, and I think all of that played into this. And honestly, I just I was surprised he dropped as far as he did. And for, And you're right. If they get out of him the kind of career that uh, a lot of teams would love to have from the quarterback. They'd wasted no time replacing a Hall of Famer with somebody else who'd come right in and be a franchise quarterback. And I've said this with so many other teams looking to find that guy. They did it in one one season. And you know? I, don't, I don't think that should 
come as, as awkward uh, to Steelers fans. I mean, other teams have done this in the NFL as well. I mean, this front office is, you know, A-plus. I mean, I, they went from Colbert to, you know, Omar Khan, which still early for Khan, but the moves that he's already made have looked really good. Um, I just think that there, this is – this is the moment where we have that quarterback, the only one in the first round last year. And I think we're we, – I don't want to say we underappreciate it, but we're really not really thinking about how important that is. The only first-round quarterback taken. Um, you know, he fell to us where he did, but I said the same thing about other quarterbacks. Mahomes fell to the Chiefs. All those teams passed him up. I mean, I can go on and on. Aaron Rodgers, when he fell all the way to the Packers, it, it happens. And we know there are teams out there that don't know how to evaluate certain positions and certain players. And so um, I think this is it. I think this is the quarterback that's definitely going to be around for the next decade or decade and a half, uh, barring his health. Um, and I, I think this is another team that we're going to be in championships again. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. A lot of people you. Are, are, you know, you can you can argue it's overreaction time after three preseason games. I understand that. Again, they were 3-0 and last year, and it didn't result in that. But I also think they have more people in place, more experience now at these clutch positions, and the growth that you see year one from year two uh, with a lot of guys. And, uh, and and it starts with Kenny Pickett. It's a totally different quarterback from what he was last year, only because he was not in the role of a starter. Finally got that chance. I'm sure he was apprehensive. He was worried about turnovers because they kept preaching that. Now you're unleashing him a little bit more. And like I said, I hope that the Steelers get to a point where even if they try down the field stuff, like we saw in Atlanta, like you saw with the 67-yarder from Rudolph, in Tampa Bay to Austin. I hope they don't discourage themselves from doing it if they don't have success. If there's an interception, if there's something happens that doesn't work, don't shy away from it. Keep going to it. Good things happen with big wide receivers uh, against one-on-one defensive backs. Slippery Rock is our next destination. We have Greg on the line. What's up, Greg? How are you? Hey, Bob. Good morning. I guess I'm a little late on the pirate talk, but I'm just concerned about uh, Shelton and his coaching staff. So many minor leaguers come up to the Pirates, and they look like they they have promise, and nothing happens. And there's a lot of examples of that, and part of it is the lack of stability in the lineup. I, I swear that that uh, Shelton he he must play batting order bingo the way he puts these guys around. <laughs> then he sends a guy like Torillo down to the minors when you need a first baseman. There's an obvious hole there. He has the position flexibility to be there, and they don't have him up. And the other one is Pagero. Why is he always out of the lineup when he has gotten off? The you know, that's good that's start? a good question, Greg. I mean, I look at what he's done. Every time that uh, Leover Pagero gets in, he does something good. He gets on base a lot, and yet yeah. he hasn't played all that much this week. And I'm not sure what the reason is for that. Yeah, and he's played well defensively in both positions, short and second. And and it, just to draw a comparison to the Steelers, you know what they've done this year? They put people in place. They have a plan. The Pirates have all these pieces, but they have no plan. Nothing's fitting together. And at this point of the season, you should be seeing that plan come together to provide some promise and optimism for next year. And I haven't seen that happen. Well, thanks for the call, Greg. I I think there is some evidence. It's sprinkled here and there. That's the problem. You don't see a lot of it on a consistent basis with, you know, Nick Gonzalez is a guy they soured on after he was up here. And, you know, I don't know how much time you're supposed to get, but I like Nick Gonzalez too. I do. I think – um, you know, but he was sent down. Triolo is just going to be one of those hitters that he's more of a bench dude, but he's a very good defensive guy. Sent down. Piguero can't play now. Is that just because they're? I mean, they seem to be really pushing Jiwan Bay whenever they get a chance with him. Uh, I don't know. I I, I want to see uh, you know more young guys. I'm glad they've decided to turn it over to mostly younger guys here. But you got to get the results. Um, and, and I'm willing to wait until next year to make this determination. But I still think Priester's going to have a good career. 
And I think that Contreras and Ortiz have talent now. they got to harness the talent. Scott Nakar joins us right now on the Bob Pompiani Show. Hello, Scott. How are you? Hey, Bob. Always great to talk with you. My uh, pleasure. Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Pickett and, and, the, and the, the way the Steelers have put this team together, Bob. You know, you have a quarterback on, a, on a, his first contract, rookie contract, so you have money to use other places. And I think they've done a great job of that. And um, also, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Pitt fan. I've been a Kenny Pickett fan for a long time, obviously, like yourself. I, I really think the most underrated part of his game is how intelligent he is as a football player. And, um, you know, the, the quarterbacks that ascend that um, become, you know, really good NFL players – I think that's a huge part of he's a hard worker from every all accounts. Very, very smart. Um, again, very smart on the field. Um, you can just see how much he's grown. And he hasn't even played one full season yet, Bob. But you can just you see the growth every time he's on the field, I think. And I think if Canada lets him uh, utilize his smarts and his ability this year, I think the offense is going to have a really good year. And the defense is, you know, solid as always like so. like the other thing that encourages me scott if you watch kenny pickett and break down what he does he's very good at looking off guys you know he he will like on a play the other night to uh pickens which was one-on-one coverage and but he looked left he moved people around with his eyes a little bit and then he goes that way and so sometimes yeah, the safeties don't know what to expect and all it takes is a split second to create a little separation very very peyton manning-esque bob in that respect um again with the eyes outsmarting the defense, um, you know, again, such a huge underrated part of being a quarterback is, is intelligence, uh, football intelligence. And his football IQ is off the charts. And, again, I've, I've watched every start of his college and pro career, and I think the kids – I think we're lucky to have Bob. You can see by the Trey Lance trade what a, you know, <laughs> awful pick that's going to be that, and how that's going to hurt them for years. Yeah, and one of the worst oh. trades ever in, in football history, I think. And Bob, I, so I heard real quick. I heard I heard something that that he he wasn't he didn't even play in college maybe two years and before that he he had very little quarterback experience from what I heard. Right. Is that true? That yeah, thing? only one really full year and he he did well, but he's uh, it was a one year wonder maybe you know and he had a lot of you know the scramble ability. His legs were an attractive uh, element to his game, and I think San Francisco thought that would you know, but he got injured too. I, uh, Part of me says he really hasn't had a legitimate chance. Once they went with Purdy and they decided he was going to be their guy, I mean, you talk about a, a diamond in the rough. If Purdy, you talking about a seventh round pick, Mister Irrelevant? Yeah, Pickett was twentieth. Sure, a lot of teams passed on him, but this is seven rounds of people passing on Purdy if he turns out to be what what he may be. You know, that's maybe one of the best. As 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 bad as a pick as Trey Lance was, they made up for it with Brock Purdy if he turns out to be good. I did, but the three losing three first round picks is is an absolute killer. Yeah, for nothing. NFL, as it turns it out, right? right. Thanks, Scott. Well, Appreciate the call, you, man. Thank you. All right, let's go to Troy in Uniontown. Hey, Troy, what's up? Hey, Bob. Love your show. Look Thank forward you. to it every Saturday morning while I'm doing my yard work. But uh, I heard you talking about the reconstruction of the roster. I wanted to get your take on one thing. Do you think this team is done adding to it? I see a guy like Greedy Williams just got cut by the Eagles, and thinking to myself. He'd look a lot better than uh, James Pierre out there. Cornerback depth kind of has me worried. Yeah, they, they could make they could that? make deals here. You know, um, they're going to see what happens with this. There are a lot of guys who are going to change teams and are going to be available. Guys you may not have expected, and and I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do something to upgrade that. And also a swing tackle. You know, they they thought this Laraven Clark was going to be a guy uh, who, who they brought in, and he's had a big resume, but he did not do much in this preseason. They may still look for somebody like that. Do you know how much cap room they have, Bob? It's 
hard to find on the internet yeah, right now. I, you know, I, I hear various Colorado. numbers from 8 to 11 million uh, in that range, yeah. but that could also change based on what happens in the next three days here. So um, I don't know. Uh, they have they have some money to spend, but I don't know that they're necessarily going to be looking to spend it all. They're going to keep that in case they need it midseason, but there could be somebody out there who makes sense at a salary that makes sense for them if if that sort of person is released. So we'll – all right, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it, Troy. We got to take a break here. We got the counselor. Hang on. We got Ryan in New Jersey. Always makes good points. We'll do all that as we continue. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Rolling along on a Saturday in Pittsburgh here. 17 days away from the opener as the San Francisco 49ers come to Acrisure Stadium. And that should be a must-see. That's probably the best game of week one, I would think. Although, you know, you look at the opener on the 7th, a lot of people will be very anxious to see that one with Kansas City and Detroit. I don't know about Detroit. I, I, I had a better feeling about them. Watching them a little bit in this preseason, I don't know. But then again, I'm not going to draw too many conclusions about the preseason. Uh, and we'll see how it all pans out. But that first game should be something. Um Marquee game from the West Coast to the East Coast. Our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. They make it easy for you. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. If you want to see a great place for games, go there at Iron Rock Tap House. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet, and Ireland contracting. Home of the nightly sports call every night of the week on Pittsburgh CW and on most nights here on 93.7 The Fan. Back to the lines. Ryan in New Jersey joins us right now. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Hey, Bob. I usually call you about hockey, but uh, I heard the Pens got some ham and egg or Swedish defenseman a few weeks back, but we'll, we'll get to that another day. <laughs> yeah, so we have time. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, so, yeah, I got to hear your broadcast on the NFL replay last week for the home game against Buffalo. So uh, I always enjoy that because, you, you know, you deliver an incredible experience on the uh, play <laughs> Uh, um, so Joe, Joe would I'm appreciate about, that, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, he would. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about Yins out there because 
I mean, got to pump the brakes a little bit on this. Uh, granted, you couldn't ask for anything more on a preseason on camp and injuries and whatever. Everything's looking great. Like uh, the Eagles last year, I, I was shocked. They needed to win the Super Bowl because everything went right for that team. I don't know if you want to delve into the to the details, but they really had no – I heard Smith like two games. had no major injuries. Everybody in, in their division kind of sucked until the end. So that's when you got to deliver the Super Bowl, and they didn't do it. So hopefully it comes back to bite them this year. But uh, So everything went great for the Steelers so far. But I don't know. I mean, I am confident in Weidel and Kahn because I thought Colbert was as stale as they came as an executive his last about 10 years. But, um, you know, we don't know what Pickett's going to do in game action. I think what sticks in my mind is we haven't seen a quarterback – uh, last year, they kept the handcuffs on him. He, he didn't try anything. They didn't throw the ball over the middle, it seems like, the entire year. But remember, Roethlisberger, his arm was gone the previous two years since the surgery. So he wasn't throwing the middle out. He wasn't throwing over the middle either. So until I see game action, you know, 60-minute game action, where they're able to throw the ball over the middle and not just throw fly routes and underneath, um, you really got to take this everything with a grain of salt at this point. I mean, they look great. They really do look good. The defense should be the best it's been in, what, 12 years, you hope, if everybody's healthy. But I don't know. I, I, it's just it's a lot to ask of Pickett. I mean, if he has the arm strength and he can read defenses, then they got, he's got a great future ahead of him. But, man, it's just it's Well, I, first of all, you know, Ryan, I think that team. arm strength thing has is, is been put to rest a little bit. I think, you know, a little bit. He, he can deliver – 40-yard passes and put it right on the money. There were a lot of dimes in that Atlanta game. There were a lot of dimes throughout the preseason. He put it right where he had to put it. The Fryermuth one, as you talked about, is, is the best one. I mean, he split two guys yeah, who are really good players. Yeah. And I think you'll see more of that. If he can throw it you know, 30, 40 yards with authority, uh, use the middle, use the middle outs, which is the hardest throw in, in, in football, as everybody knows, but you need it to be an elite quarterback. I mean, if he can do all that, he should have a long, successful career. I mean, Tom Brady didn't have huge arm strength. He threw deep because everybody was fooled all the time, and he had, you know, guys 10 yards open. But his his strength was throwing 20 yards in the middle of the field. That's that's really – and then they just messed with everybody's heads from then on out. So, if Pickett can do that, you know, if he's got the brains for it, if he's got, the you know, enough arm strength to do it consistently and pull it off, you know, he should have – he looks good. He looks good. But it's just it's so much different when you got to do it week in and week out and when, you know, he's the focal point. Like, you're not trying to trick guys. You're not trying to run jet sweeps and screen passes. You know, you're like, you need 10 yards. you got to throw it 14. You don't throw it, you know, at the line of scrimmage on a bubble screen. Like, we haven't yeah. seen that yet. So, it looks good. But, man, just, just pop the brakes a little bit and let's see if they get a few wins under the belt here. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Don't worry about the break. I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you during hockey season, too. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I appreciate the take there. I don't there. think Dubas is done, Bob. I don't think Dubas is done. I think he's going to try to pick the bows, get a, get a, a, a third-pairing D and, a, and another winger. I don't think he's done yet. Well, what are, you gonna do, what are you going to do to get that, though? I mean, well, I don't know. Three guys. I, I mean, All we right. talked about this before, but the most redundant guy on the team is Ryan Russ right now. You need, I, I think they need to move him. But that's, that's, that's well, and they would save a lot of money there. And, you know, Gensel yeah. doesn't have a new contract either. So they got to figure out what they're going to do with him. So that's well, interesting. Not signing Austin Matthews, we know now. So that's, that's well, that was never going to that was never going to happen. I don't know what people. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, he that's that's money that only Toronto would give him. I think so. That's good for right. him. But right. bottom line is, thank you for the call. Um, I think Kenny Pickett has the smarts to deliver. I think that's that's his biggest asset, and that's the difference. The the smart quarterbacks who work hard at it, not just talented, but they outwork other people who are you know people who are more talented. Uh, those are the ones you want. 
the Kyler Murray thing is, you know, a talented kid, but obviously not willing to put the time in in the study. And, and you know, now I don't know where they're going. They're selling off people once again. Um, you know, they may be trying to tank down for Caleb Williams this year. They, who knows what's going to happen? So um, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I just think this team has so many good options, and the run game should be in good hands. The offensive line is better based on what we saw with Surge off the line for – holes up the middle between Cole and Samalu or Samalu and Moore. All of this is working well. And can't say enough about what Samalu means to a guy like Dan Moore. You know, it's different when you have and, and nothing against a guy like Dotson or Kendrick Green, but they're not Isaac Samalu. So therefore, uh Moore becomes better because he's working with him in tandem. They know what they're doing. And I think it makes a huge difference in the left side of that offensive line. Don't be surprised if most of the run plays go in that direction. Although, Okorafor had a pretty good game in Atlanta against, again, backups, but so be it. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Uh, I wanted to talk about Shohei Otani just because I'm wondering what that means now. Uh, this is a guy who is the uh, the so-called unicorn who is going to get the kind of money that no one else in baseball could ever command, being both a pitcher and a high-quality pitcher and a 45-50 to 50 home run guy. Now... He leaves the other night with this UCL problem. Keep in mind, he had Tommy John's surgery. Hey, Joe, when did he have that? He had that two years ago? I don't even remember when he had it. He had it once before. I think it was 2018. That many years ago. Okay, well, that's, you know, there are guys who've had two. Jamison Tyone had two, you know, there, and you can come back and still be okay. But I'm wondering what that does to his market value now. You know, if he doesn't pitch the rest of the season, and let's say he does need surgery, you can't possibly get the kind of deal that people were talking about unless you believe he'll come back from that surgery. Uh, if he's not going to be a pitcher capable of doing what he has done, if you're a team looking to shop for him, you're going to give him what his bat provides, which is still a big contract. You know, it'll still be three to four hundred million. But he was—they were talking about five and six hundred million on a guy like that. Uh, and if you could do both, you're getting two plays for the price of one. But now that's very much in jeopardy. So. We'll see what happens to him in the offseason. I also want to mention the Tour Championship just because I think it's some fascinating golf going on in Eastlake. Um, you know, they come into there with a predetermined uh, list one through 30, and if you're one, like Scotty Scheffler was, you start at 10 under par. That's where you start. Behind him was Victor Hovland at 8 under par. But Colin Marikawa was one under. He was nine shots back of Scheffler, and that's where he had to start and overcome. Well, what's he do? He shoots 61 on day one, eliminates that nine shots, and then yesterday, 64. No bogeys either day. So he is at 16 under par. Now, that's – it's not actually. It's 15 under. But 16 under because he started at minus one. But even at 15 under on his own ball for the first two rounds, it's better than anything has ever happened down in East Lake, even more so than Tiger Woods. And so it's Hovland tied with Morikawa. Scheffler's still involved, but uh, he's fallen back a little bit with a first-round one-over par score. So we'll have that all for you on KDKA. Today and tomorrow, it's the final uh, FedEx Cup playoff and $18 million to the winner. So we'll find out what happens there. 412-928-9370. we got to take a break here. We'll come back with more talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me what your win total. has. Have you adapted it? Have you moved forward? Are you going to stay the same? What do you think they'll do? I had 10-7. and 7. I'm leaning toward keeping it there, but may go 11-6. and 6. I'm not going to totally... I mean, I want to I want to believe what I see, and what I see is a really effective team, both offensively and defensively. But I know the regular season is a little bit different, and I know injuries play a factor. What are you doing with your win total? Call me and let me know at 412-928-9370. You can also do it 
at KD Pomp on Twitter slash X. We got more coming up. I want to remind you once again and thank our sponsors, PNC Bank, Number One Cochrane, Iron Rock Tap House, Ireland Contracting, and Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman as we roll along on Sports Radio 93.7 FM. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back as we continue all the way to 1 o'clock. Paul Alexander will be in here at 1 o'clock for five hours, so keep him company at 412-928-9370. Thank you once again to PNC Bank, Number One Cochrane, Iron Rock Tap House, Ireland Contracting, and Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. We appreciate your support of the program, and uh, certainly glad that a lot of you have chosen to call it and continue to call it. I always love the engagement. Let's go out to the counselor who joins us in the car. Hey, counselor, what's up? Hey, Bob. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm going to give you some free advice. Stacking is when you have multiple vehicles on one on one policy of insurance, you can stack your limits. If somebody who hits you has uh, 15 and 30, which is the minimum requirement. So you can... Well, I see a lot of people who don't even have insurance now. You know, they're banging... Well, pe- I don't even know how you can... I, how can you drive a car with no insurance? I know that's against the state law of Pennsylvania, but it's another story. <laughs> um, first, no, I liken Kenny Pickett most similarly to um, Joe Montana. Okay, Montana didn't have a big arm, but he knew where to send the ball, and it was always pretty much in, in what, what I say in stride. So you had yards after catch all the time. Right, the slants to Jerry Rice. It's like and, a Joe uh, Burrow you know, kind of, uh, same kind of, you know, he, he puts it on the money. If you put it on the money, good things happen. If you're off talent. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was watching a tape yeah. the other day of Anthony Richardson, uh, the Colts starting quarterback rookie. Uh, he's got a lot of physical gifts, but accuracy so far is the problem. Yeah. The other thing is regarding the Pirates, I'm sorry to say, I don't understand why Levero Piquero is not up with the big club, and I don't know why he was sent down. I still say that Alika Williams should only be used as a late-inning defensive replacement. The poor man, I, I feel bad for him, but he only hits about 210, 205. And, you know, he takes the ball in the back end all the time. He almost got that guy safe, thank God for replay, because he double-clutched. On the throw. Yeah, I, I don't know. They seem to be enamored with him. I don't know him. what Pagaro's done. 
that, that well, deserved I, him to be sent no, down. No, I may admit, I didn't. W- w- he was sent. When was he sent down? I, I knew he wasn't playing. I don't, know. I, I don't think he. I, I, I mean, every time you put him in the lineup, Piguero comes up with hits and gets on base. So I think that's important. But and his glove isn't that much less than Alika Williams, and they need stick in that lineup because they. You know, now that you have Henry Davis out of that lineup, and he wasn't hitting well. But to, anyway, the other thing I think he should be. If they're going to make him a right fielder, then he should be playing right field. He should have been playing a lot more right or outfield before he came up. But if he plays winter ball or Arizona Fall League or whatever that's called, he should be in right field if they want to make him a right fielder. All right, Counselor, thanks. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're going to double down on it, do it. If not, I, I see no harm in having him catch a few games uh, over the next five weeks. That doesn't – to me, why not? Uh, Tyler and Cranberry, hey, welcome to the program, Tyler. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about you, Bob? Good, good. Hey, I just wanted to talk Pirates real quick. I mean, I understand you know we're not going to make um, playoffs, but there's a few things that I at least wanted to see how they end the year, and I'm interested to get your thoughts. And I think one thing is Mitch Keller. I know he started the year off hot, went through a little bit of a slump, but his last two games have been promising, and I think that could be a big takeaway if he could finish off the year strong going into next year. And another thing that I wanted to talk was Henry Davis. Um, he looked pretty good whenever he first started, and I think just that whole right playing him in right field might have you know gotten to him mentally. But um, I, I, we know what he could do with the bat. I think that's going to be big to end the year because, I, I, I mean, he's our first-round pick, and I want – you know, we need him in order to – be successful come years years down the line. But I'm sort of interested to get your thoughts on where you want the Pirates end, end the year, some things to take away. Well, first of all, I think Keller, and thank you for the call, Tyler, uh, Keller's response to what he had put up there since the All-Star break is very encouraging. I mean, he's got it together again, and he's made adjustments. Last night was one of his finer games of the year with eight shutout innings and six strikeouts. So, um, I think that's encouraging, and he had to get that sort of thing off of his shoulders as he heads into the offseason, and I think they needed to see it too. Number two, uh, Henry Davis, I guess if he's going to be a right fielder, then be the right fielder. Work on it in the offseason. Do what you got to do. They need his bat more than anything. Number three, uh, they need Priester, Contreras, and Ortiz to figure out what's wrong with their velocity and why it dipped as significantly as it dipped. You normally don't see that unless there's a philosophical change. I hope that's not the case. These guys are gifted with arms, and they should be able to use them. But you know, I don't know the inner workings there, but they still are very promising pieces to their future, and they're young enough to go through adversity and then respond to adversity. I think that's one of the things that people don't give enough patience to is that these guys are going to go through bad times. Sometimes you learn more about yourself in the bad times than you do the good times. If it's always so easy and always so good, you're never going to know how to react if things go bad. Uh, so these guys are now faced with trying to make adjustments, and there's, that's okay. Uh, hopefully they'll all be uh, part of this rotation next year because they need them all, uh, and they also need to find a first baseman, whoever that may be, because right now there's not one in their system that I could look at and say, well, I trust he's going to be their starting first baseman, and that's a big power position that needs to be addressed. I 412. Agree. Yeah. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, you guys have a good day out there in Cranberry. In the meantime – um, you got a five-hour Paul Alexander Marathon coming at you. Paul will be here taking your calls from 1 o'clock until 6 o'clock, and that's the time for the North Shore Tavern Leave-Off show uh, with uh, Josh Roundtree. He'll be back. He did the morning bucko talk. And then the Pirates 
And the Cubbies today in uh, game three of their four-game series split the first two games. As far as the Steelers, they may be making some cuts today. Uh, they're not required to do it until 4 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, but there could be movement now on some of the guys. Uh, you know, and, and I expect there are going to be some names who are out there who are going to surprise you just because they have too many veteran players on their team who probably won't have an opportunity to be on this roster, which is a good problem to have. So keep it tuned here to 93.7 The Fan. Keep it on KDKA-TV. We have the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown tomorrow night. We'll talk a lot about what the Steelers did, how much of it is sustainable, where do they go, and what their win total may be. So I went 10-7 and seven before the start of the uh, training camp. I'm going to, if I can up it to 11-6, fine. If not, I'll stay at 10-7. and seven. But I do think they're going to have their share of adversity. All teams do. How they deal with it will determine where they are in a very competitive AFC North, and more specifically, a competitive just AFC in general. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for me. I want to thank Joel Nelson, who always does a great job. Very, very efficient Joel Nelson. Every part of his job makes it easy. Uh, in the meantime, I want to remind you about Fan Weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and all the new redesigned 2024 tracks online at sunchevy.com. Today, humid which I don't like humid. I don't mind hot. I, humid bothers me with a mix of clouds and sun, high of 82 degrees tonight, mainly clear, low of 63. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, high of 81 degrees. And that's your fan weather. That'll wrap it up for me. I'll see you on Cook and Joe on Monday at 10 and next Saturday back here at 11 o'clock. In fact, next Saturday, we have the first pit game of the season against Walford. 3.30 kickoff. We'll have a pregame show from 12.30 to 1.30 with myself, Paul Zeiss, Doran Dickerson, as Pitt kicks off a season, they have Walford, then they have Cincinnati, then they go to West Virginia. West Virginia has a tough start to their season, too, uh, with Penn State and Pitt right off the bat, but I love seeing that. That's a 7.30 game on September the 16th. And that's going to do it for us. Paul Alexander is next right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Have a good day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.